0: What's up, everybody? We're here with another episode of Sheeple's Army, your favorite Lord of the Rings-themed podcast.
1: That's true. Most people don't know that. <laughs>
0: I'm
2: yeah. just like to say I didn't. Uh, I didn't sign up for this. I didn't sign off on this play. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you, you did. Did you get the? Did you get the memo that went around early last week?
2: You got
1: cast as a Hobbit, by the way.
2: <laughs> Dude, I if, yeah. I if I if I be any character, I'd definitely be uh, be Legolas.
1: You don't get to no, no. Don't, <laughs> no. You don't get to choose, but I could maybe see that.
2: I mean, I'm obviously I, actually I could self. see that too
0: because he's got the he's got the blonde the locks. Yeah, blonde got locks. the long
2: blonde hair. I'm oh. skinny as hell, you know.
0: That actually makes a lot of sense. I started rewatching Lord of the Rings the other night. Um, I'm actually gonna watch. I mean, I I watched the Fellowship. Oh, nice. Um, mm-hmm. Which was awesome. It's, oh, it's so, so cool.
1: good.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think tonight, actually, I think after we record this, I'm probably going to watch Two Towers. Um, I
1: just watched the the yeah. Tolkien movie the other night.
0: Oh, really? How yeah, was it's pretty, that? It's pretty good. Nice.
2: Is this a movie
1: but, about uh, Tolkien?
0: Yeah, oh, that's pretty cool. I, I I'm interested in seeing that. That's that'll be on my on my to watch list for sure. Um, but yeah, I think that everybody's gonna be now's now's a good time to do that because we're at least in Oregon, we're going back into like lockdown. I've been, I've been in lockdown mode myself. But some people, yeah. some people thought it was over. I think.
1: Yep. Yeah. Tyler hasn't yeah. left his house actually at all.
0: I haven't left my Oof. house in eight months, Not eight or nine months. Crazy. Yeah, I got no laid lot, off I mean.
2: again. Fucking uh, sucks dude. Yeah. Yeah. because of COVID. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because of covid uh because restaurants are only doing to go now and mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. we are pretty new restaurants so only the managers are staying on um, Damn, so we all got laid off so we could try to get back on unemployment
0: Damn. yeah it's uh at least for in oregon it's going to be bars and restaurants just takeout services um mm-hmm. gyms are closing
1: i just got a new gym yeah. uh did of you course, really? Bro. I did, yeah.
2: Dude, that <laughs> bad time like, <talking> to... <laughs> like, the day
1: before, like literally <laughs> the day before.
2: <laughs> that's really funny. Oh my god! Dude, um, um, it that reminds me, I invested in like a little bit of money in stocks, like right before the market crashed in uh, <laughs> stocks earlier this year. So right there with you, dude.
1: Dude, we should uh, um, we should talk about that. I've been getting into some stonks too. You've been stonking i've been stonking.
2: i
0: um my band put a record out right before covid lockdown started so we all have uh have gotten cucked um, we all yeah. like Cuckled in in ways that seem too like overt to be just um coincidental right That's true. Mm-hmm.
2: i mean come on seriously it's it all conspiracy to specifically tank sheeples army yeah <laughs> All of our
0: e all of our own um, individual endeavors have been just totally, and that was the thing. It had to bring us to this point where we would start Sheeple's Army. So maybe mm-hmm. that's uh, maybe that's the thing. No,
2: okay, that's not totally. It's not true. It's like the movie Terminator. <laughs>
1: One of us went back in time and started COVID. <laughs> oh, <God>. uh, <laughs> wow, definitely um but yeah
0: it's uh it's no now's the uh, we should you know people they've been talking about the pandemic fatigue thing and I, obviously that's yeah. that's a real thing um but we got to uh you know we got to kind of hold out i i know it's it's tough but uh there's i mean apparently the vaccine is is coming and it has like a pretty high um rate of like effectiveness which is good at I'm least in like the test trials that.
1: I will not be touching that
0: <laughs> okay well we're not gonna get into the
1: anti-vax thing i'm not anti-vax i'm just anti-rush vax yeah that's true that's not a, that's that isn't good i'll point. get it eventually once it's really proven to be safe yeah right, exactly. after, all after, all the, after y'all are yeah. zombies <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm gonna wait
2: probably like three months to get it i would say three or four months and kind of see where we're at and then get it <laughs>
1: Honestly. There's probably microchips <laughs> yeah. in the syringe, bro. Shut the fuck
2: up, bro. <laughs> oh, get out of here. <laughs> Fucking no. I mean, I would like to reiterate TJ's point that I'm not anti-vax in any in any you know any significant no, I'm, way. I'm very
1: pro-vaccine.
2: I'm pro-vax, yeah. But like you know, rushed vaccinations seems like pretty bad. It's not. It's not no, like they have to like pass a super high bar to get something on the market anyway. So it's like, I, especially I, now, I it's like. A,
0: I 100% agree with you guys. I just didn't want to, I didn't want anything we said to be interpreted that way though, you know, but like, yeah, no, it's true that like this is um, under, you know, under the Trump administration, a lot of the, uh, you know, the regulatory agencies um, that are supposed to ideally protect people have Mm -hmm. been kind of stripped of uh, vital resources. Right. So that's true. That's just a fact. Um,
2: Yeah. So without a doubt, you know? yeah. it's like this vaccine has been developed under the Trump administration. Like, right. whatever Joe Biden won, like that's great, but like <laughs> this is uh, doesn't really fill me with confidence. I would say. Well, apparently, uh, the it,
0: I think all of three of like the West Coast states signed on to a thing that said they want to do their own like independent um, testing, mm-hmm. which, is, good. Good which
1: idea. is which is good. <laughs> Good idea.
0: Yeah, those three, those three states that were called almost immediately on
2: election night. <laughs> yeah. We got uh, comrades insley Brown, and Newsom. I- exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Squatting up. Squat- <laughs> they're kind of like the Power Rangers in a lot of ways. Oh my God. They are,
2: man. Like they're like the Marxist Power Rangers, the Vanguard.
1: <laughs> the
0: Vanguard. <laughs>
1: the Marxist <laughs> Vanguard. <laughs>
0: Oh man, let's um let's get into what some of the uh some of the democrats, some of their colleagues are uh or not their colleagues. They're their governors, but some mm-hmm. of their the democratic um they're counterparts are, are saying after the election though. They're kind of colleagues, right? Would you they're consider them, them, colleagues? them mm-hmm.
1: colleagues? Yeah, they're, I mean, they're, they're
0: all comrades. members of the Democrats. <laughs> they're <laughs> they're, they're certainly comrades.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah they're <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, but no. As usual, um, the centrist Dems are kind of blaming everyone but themselves, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, um, yep, who did they course. blame? Let's see. In 2016, who did they blame? They blamed they blamed Bernie, right? Um, Bernie. So they blamed <laughs> the progressives. Mm-hmm. What was that, TJ?
1: The scapegoat, Bernie.
0: It, definitely, yeah. They they blamed his supporters, obviously, um, and Bernie then they bros. blamed Russia, right? Yeah and jill stein Um, and jill oh definitely jill stein definitely jill stein um uh and this time um you know they're they're blaming they're blaming progressives again they're not they Mm -hmm. couldn't blame bernie there really was no way to blame bernie because he did exactly what they wanted him to do to a fault i I, I we would
2: all agree without a doubt yeah without a doubt but i mean they're definitely blaming bernie if he had lost they would have blamed bernie like no matter what happens True. going forward you're gonna see some bernie blaming.
0: what i'm saying is all of the um in terms of the fallout from the uh from the down ballot races and how poorly mm-hmm. those went they've been mostly talking about they've been blaming like the left broadly yeah. right like like constituents um yeah like, like defund um, the police right exactly yeah um that's a really good example. Yeah, there was um, there's this there's this New York Times piece that it was basically um, they were talking about this conference call that the uh, House Democrats had uh, after the election where they were they were mm-hmm. talking about basically yeah the fallout right because they were expected to pick up a bunch of seats and they actually lost like a handful. They still have a majority, but it mm-hmm. was not it wasn't a blue wave right. Um, mm-hmm. Which are like two, which at this point are like, is like two words that should never be used next to each other, I don't think.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Um, And it's like, you know, how many people did we hear talking about how there was going to be a blue wave and how, oh, it doesn't really matter that Biden is weak in all of these ways because Mm -hmm. there's going to be a blue wave, right? And now, as soon as it's been demonstrated that that was not the case and that was actually historically low levels of enthusiasm for the democrat among black voters and uh yeah. voters of color more generally um you know and like what do they do the first thing they don't they don't say like oh yeah like we were wrong <laughs> um, no, no you know because that, that's not you know it doesn't matter right you know, like same as trump same as the republicans their view is always how am i going to spin this right now it doesn't matter if it's exactly. right. It doesn't matter if it's, it's morally justified. It's what can I do that is going to put a decent spin on this, or the yeah. Spin and how power. can I
0: how can I try to try to keep the left in check? Basically, yeah, right.
2: It's like um, everything that everything is going to come down to that kind of calculus. It's not going to be any yep. kind of like fairness. It's about systematically stripping power away from the left.
0: Hmm. Yeah, and, and like you said, uh, Justin. So, so we had a uh, South Carolina representative, Jim Clyburn, um, who was on this call. Uh, He's on he the podcast. He um, he he said that um, you know, yeah, he cautioned against. This is from the New York Times now. So it says uh, he cautioned against running on Medicare for all or defunding the police or socialized medicine um adding mm-hmm. that if democrats pursued such policies quote we're not going to win yeah. so he's um yeah this is just yeah trying to keep the the left um wing of the party in check right or mm-hmm. just the left more broadly speaking um some of them who probably only would have showed up uh, to vote for bernie maybe but a lot of them who are also consistent democratic voters right um and uh, just, you know, as an example, Medicare for All is actually extremely popular. This is um yeah. it's got this like 70% is a lie. Approval. This yeah, is uh, just a lie that is told over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um and maybe they maybe they actually believe it. I don't know. But uh, you know, there's this uh just you know, yeah, the, there's this I was looking at this Kaiser Family Foundation study that was published last month. And 63% of respondents had favorable reactions to the terms universal healthcare coverage and Medicare for all. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. It's pretty popular among, uh, particularly among, you know, democratic voters and independents as well, right?
2: Um, Yeah. Poor people. Um, Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. (laughs) Like or working class people, right? Like it's... uh, Fox News did a poll too. They did a series of exit polls <laughs> yeah. of the election, and it was in the 70s, like 72 or 73 yeah. percent of people running yeah. for government run They were run like, healthcare. "What the
0: hell is this?"
2: <laughs> like, oh, is I wonder.
1: Changed? Yeah, <laughs> must be fake um, news.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, I was I was reflecting on this with a friend, and it's I we we decided that the American healthcare system is one of the most radicalizing aspects of life here. Just because it's so clear that you're getting fucked and, yeah. like, gouged the entire time. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, thousands of dollars for
0: shit that mm-hmm. should be free.
2: Yeah, sometimes um, hundreds of thousands.
0: Yeah, yeah, seriously. Um, and medi- and the prices of, like, prescription drugs just, like, mm-hmm. you know, skyrocketing. Yeah, um, on purpose. Like, yeah yeah remember the uh i i i almost wish we had more cases like the martin shkreli thing just because i thought that <laughs> was such a um mm-hmm. just like such a perfect like expose of like how this stuff works right
1: Yeah. i mean there but are
2: like, a lot of a lot of examples i think but no one has quite as punchable of a face as martin shkreli
1: that's dude, that's to true listen to dude. my old band really that's right oh yeah He yeah. like followed us on twitter and like tweeted at us multiple times that's so funny, man. That's Didn't just guys- cringe. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> I'll have to find some of the tweets and send them to the group chat.
0: Didn't you guys ask him to buy you, like, a van or something? Yeah, we asked him to buy <laughs> the
1: tour and he said no on, like, on Twitter. <laughs> That's so funny. We said we'd, we'd put his face on it. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a fucking Jesus cheese kiss. The um, good old days.
0: We had... um. Oh, so yeah. Another example from this call, though, there was uh, there was Mark Mark VC from Texas. Uh, he's a representative from Texas. Uh, he complained about the criticisms of fracking by Democrats, um, and he said these had been particularly alienating to voters in South Texas. Um, and I remember the 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 thing with Biden and the fracking thing was a was a big deal during like the debates, right? Um, mm-hmm and uh you know and and Biden you know had said no yeah totally come on man i support fracking of course um of course yeah oh, that's man. the uh, fault
2: line come on jack
0: yeah uh, <laughs> yeah
2: and and just a a
0: quick read up on mark vc on his uh his open secrets page so it wouldn't be probably wouldn't be too hard to guess what which what the top industry that donates to to vc's campaign is what it because
2: it's the oil and natural gas gas. (laughs) yeah oil and gas (laughs) so there you go i mean the thing the thing that gets me (laughs) about this whole discourse is that it's so transparent because i don't think a lot of voters are like yeah we need to be fracking especially people who live in areas where fracking is going on they seem pretty unanimously opposed to it i would say
0: you know look i mean yeah i'm sure that in i'm sure that yeah he what he's saying uh, you know, could be true mm-hmm. uh, with particular regard to like that area of Texas, right? Because yeah, that might be a big industry there. But part of the thing is like, you have to be willing to actually try to like talk to the talk to those people too, and tell mm-hmm. them why ultimately, you know, maintaining this industry that's that's killing the planet, and that ultimately will become obsolete at some point, no mm-hmm. matter what, is also not in their best interest right yeah and the and the green new deal you know works toward addressing that right and literally saying like no we're not just saying fuck you guys you don't have a job anymore we're saying that you're going we're going to help retrain you and like provide resources to do that right that's how you win
1: yeah yeah
2: and so you actually take care of people right because that's the big thing is people when they hear democrats often talk about transitioning away from fossil fuels they think about Hillary Clinton saying in 2016 we're going to put a whole lot of coal miners out of work which is like you know really bad obviously right you know you're right Tyler that one of the things that the Green New Deal really gets right is that there's a transition period where people will get paid at their same salaries for right for several years I think it's like more than five years um, as they receive job training if they want it or like help in transitioning to another line of work.
0: Yeah, it's social democracy through like an environmentalist lens, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yeah, it's that's awesome.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. That's like um, socialism to me, bro. Well, it
1: is kind <laughs> me of, Me You know, <laughs> I mean, um,
2: it's, you know, <laughs> it's be like a glimmer in my eye right now. But uh, one thing that I think is just like really interesting is that we're talking. Heard a lot of talk in the run up to the election about how. Joe Biden needs to not come out against fracking because of voters in Pennsylvania and voters in North Carolina. Uh, And I think a a good thing to, to bring up at this point is that actually voters uh, in those states are are actually not in favor of fracking Right, majority are not in favor of fracking. So I don't, I don't think the idea that like this is, to appeal to every working class Joe uh, who no. just wants just to frack and frack and frack, you know, I don't think that's a real, no, that's a, an observation.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, though, this, this was, it was apparently it was like a three hour long uh, conference call that was basically, mm-hmm. you know, um, them talking about, like I said, how they absolutely blew an election that they were supposed to, they were supposed to absolutely where they were absolutely supposed to crush it. Um, which is pretty on brand for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, yeah, it's like, you know, these policies like Medicare for All, Green New Deal, um, even the environmental stuff that, that is popular um, among the majority of voters. Um, you know, we know that the, the party's donor base is, you know, fundamentally still very similar to that of the republicans right i mean oh, yeah. in I mean, many cases the, the exact
2: same people yeah yeah
0: yeah exactly i mean if we look if we wanted to look at the the environment the industries that are funding the denial of the republicans are also funding the sort of like the um production of these like milk toast policies by democrats that don't go nearly mm-hmm. far enough right definitely um so that's that's a real contradiction for for this party that um you know is uh I don't know. I don't it's hard to say what the future for them is at this point. Even though they won this election in terms of the presidency, um I know we talked about last week uh 2 years from now and 4 years from now it's it's going to be hard, right?
2: Yeah. Absolutely. This is like honestly like pretty much a nightmare scenario in a lot of ways not quite as you know not as bad as trump winning but this is it's really bad you know like there is bad for a lot of reasons um well, you know one reason that we've been getting to a lot right now is the kind of like discourse around this whole thing that is 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 succeeding i think in some ways and discrediting the left in some people's eyes um it's just like, you know, on MSNBC. It was either on MSNBC or The View. I'm not sure which one. But they were saying that um, that what this proves – no, it was, uh, it was Chris Matthews, I think. They were saying that what oh. this proves is that no one else – no one further to the left could have possibly gotten a victory here. And, you know, it's the same sort of, like, binary logic of – Voters aren't going to go towards Bernie Sanders because he's on the left and most mm-hmm. voters are in the center, which is not actually true. It just sounds no, good, which no. is why people kind of make these arguments.
0: The, the media and political establishment is in the center. The yeah. people are to the left. Um, yeah, The center does not them, actually and, uh,
2: exist in policy terms, right? What is a centrist sure, yeah, policy it's just, proposal? It's, right? it's right. nothing. It's like yeah. power brokering. Power brokering, rather right um yeah it's the it's the
0: center of a right-wing hellscape right (laughs) that's that's where the that's that's where the the media and political establishment are um Mm -hmm. yeah totally and and yeah it really is it's such horseshit because like there's yeah that's just the wide that's like the widely accepted like you know Mm -hmm. basically um like the, that's just what's take that's just something that's taken for granted, which is that, like, yeah, yeah, like someone like Bernie couldn't have won, even though it's it's pretty strange because in all those general matchup polls, he was like one of the top candidates to yeah. beat Trump. and it's not it's not really that baffling why? Because Bernie is like yeah. the actual antithesis of Trump, mm-hmm. right? I mean, and and like, but he actually has that authenticity. That's the only thing that is similar about these two candidates, right? They're not not similar candidates on policy or anything like that, other than maybe if you could say maybe a few things about like trade or like, you know, Mm -hmm. neither of them are interested necessarily in like, well, actually, I don't even want to say that. A lot of people have been, I've seen a lot of discourse about Trump being like anti-war
1: and like, That's not (laughs) even him on Twitter, like himself on Twitter is saying that.
0: Well, so yeah, I mean, he did so, but, but I, I still ultimately don't buy that. But I guess what I was trying to get to though, is that what they do have in common is that they're both perceived as being authentic, right? That's the only thing that they have in common. But Bernie is the left antithesis of Trump's, you know, fake right-wing populism. Yeah, um,
2: definitely. I, th- I, th- I think that you, you definitely are hitting at something really right, Tyler, I think, which is that they have a, a similar sort of appeal. But I don't necessarily think in some ways, you know, in some ways, I think it does come from some people viewing Trump as authentic. But I think it is actually a, like a bit um, a bit deeper than that. I think it actually goes to this understanding that ordinary people have of how politics work, that their politicians won't say certain things and they won't call things certain things like they are right and i'm not mm-hmm. saying that like trump does that but i do think that's the way people see it
1: yeah he's um, perceived that way for sure well yeah. well that is part of that exact same thing to me the, mm. but but that
0: is mm. part of the authenticity thing though right
1: yeah, yeah in a way
0: so.
2: i think i think
0: you're right yeah yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. um and people that, that's
0: yeah. sure yeah and I'm it's, it's all very that, yeah. it's all very stupid right the way people talk about it oh, with trump like oh yeah he's he's not a politician and like he's a business so he knows how to run the like no that's all they are he's a he's a businessman right and like that's all yeah yeah, he's a business (laughs) he did a business (laughs) one Um, (laughs) it didn't go it didn't go so well (laughs) like um that's all like very stupid bullshit but that's like what a lot of the the discourse is though but Mm -hmm. um you know, yeah, and like- we did see that, like, Trump came off, you know, when he was compared to Hillary Clinton, who was widely seen as not being authentic, Trump came out on top because people mm-hmm. thought that he was honest. And a, a big part of it, too, is, like we've mentioned before, that, like, people actually were convinced that Trump was going to offer them material benefits because he said that yeah. he was, right? He was more willing to say that he was going to do that, where Hillary was willing to say that she was. we were going to do slow, like, incremental change and people didn't want that so.
2: she yeah her, her campaign slogan was you know at least in part america is already great right right so. yeah definitely yeah can't, can't um, imagine why that didn't didn't resonate <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which yeah, you know coincidentally totally. i think is actually a mistake that trump made this time around as well right which is uh, keep uh, america great right but
0: nobody yeah nobody was gonna buy that i mean no. jesus well some people did
2: but but well, it, it wasn't about that right even you know, the messaging might work for like the real sycophants right the real like strong yeah. hardcore well, yeah, trump supporters but that's i would say bad bad campaign messaging
0: Right, because because pretty much 100 percent of people in this country right now is like if you were like even the ones who support who who voted for Trump, which is a lot of them, mm-hmm. if you were if it was like gun to the head, do you really think that the country is in great shape right now?
1: No, absolutely. Nobody's
0: gonna no. say yes, right? It's yeah, yeah of totally. So. Like um, people are
2: saying like this is what Joe Biden's America looks like and he's not even <laughs> when
0: Trump yet. is president. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. Um. There, and there was this uh, there's this other actually New York Times piece that that came out like I think it came out like right after the election where it was the AOC interview where um, she got pretty based um, which was cool Did she? yeah I would say it I would say pretty. so um, yeah she I mean laid it she, out. No, she she brought up a lot of really good points I mean she said that you know uh, every swing district candidate who co-sponsored Medicare for All won re-election, right? Mm-hmm. And and it was a similar thing with the Green New Deal too, right? Because I mean, remember uh, uh, when we talked about Marky, right? He was one of the original co-sponsors, and, and he was and he was able to Marcy. meet a Kennedy in Massachusetts,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, we, even though the fucking House Speaker endorsed her primary his primary challenger, which mm-hmm. was pretty, which was you know. Which, you know,
2: she said would result in being blackballed by the uh, Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, which is kind of weird. I'm wondering. um, I know. Yeah. Yeah, Looking forward to to them issuing a statement on that sometime soon. Right. Maybe they're not going to work with her anymore. (laughs) Totally. I'm blackballed. Um, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sheeple's Army is blackballed. Yeah, Sheeple's (laughs) Army has been blackballed.
0: Oh, God. Um, and then she also just kind of criticized some of the um, some of the ground game for some of these uh, Democratic House candidates, right? Mm-hmm. And some of the um, the way they did their advertising. Um, like yeah. she said that a lot of them were focused more on like TV and mail and not enough focus on like stuff that's going on like on the internet and like on social media, right? Which is where a lot of people obviously are getting their information at this yeah, point. Yeah, I mean like um, like
1: tr- true,
2: but I don't think that's what cost them the election. There are plenty of Republicans who are really bad at that too.
0: Well, she she actually brought up some pretty good points. Like there was I remember there was like this one candidate who had only spent like a couple thousand dollars on um I think it was on I can't remember if it was no I can't remember if it was social media or on like TV ads like like mm-hmm. bef- like in the lead up to the election, which is kind of like but that does seem kind of interesting. And it does, it maybe it goes to this thing about like if they really want to win or not, right? And like, because we know that there's this, there's like, it's basically an industry. It's like a job industry for like these democratic consultants, right?
2: Who yeah, you don't actually don't have to be really, successful. You just have to, right? No, to they keep don't, they it. don't
0: have to be successful at all. They, they still get jobs no matter what, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which yeah. I, I actually, I actually thought that was, that she made some interesting points when she brought that up but i do agree ultimately yeah no they lose because they don't run on the right policies
1: um,
0: and sometimes it's out of fear and sometimes it's it's out of cynicism or you know or both right or
2: or being out um, of touch but totally yeah you know i i think i think people give all altogether way too much um like benefit of the doubt to democrats I think that I think so. because yeah. they're not Republicans, people really want to believe that they're good. And I think that that's going to lead you into getting duped every time. Like, Literally. let's not remember that Nancy or let's not re- let's not forget that Nancy Pelosi was and Chuck Schumer were there kneeling in Kente cloth. And, <laughs> and, right. And now, like, Joe Biden is is considering Republicans for his cabinet positions and shit. Like, yep. that's one thing that's really, really bad about the situation. Trump is out, and he was he drew a lot of fire, right? He drew a lot of criticism, rightly so, that Joe Biden is just not going to draw because the entire military-industrial complex is behind him. So,
1: mm-hmm.
2: yep, it's like a really bad um, situation, I would say. <laughs>
0: definitely, yeah. Um, and then just, there was just one other part in this interview that I think uh, is – is just definitely really pertinent um so this was her response to a question about what her approach will be if the biden administration is hostile to the left um so this is what this is what aoc said um it's really hard for us to turn out non-voters when they feel like nothing changes for them when they feel like people don't see them or even acknowledge their turnout if the party believes after 94 percent of detroit went to biden after black organizers just doubled and tripled turnout down in georgia after so many people organized Philadelphia, the signal from the Democratic Party is the is the John Kasich's won us this election. I mean, I can't even describe how dangerous that is. So that I mean, that kind of gets to what you're That's talking point, about, yeah. Justin. Yeah, well, totally. Um, you know. I-
2: I think like a couple a couple of really important things to, to bring up here is and one thing I wanted to add earlier, which I forgot about, which was that like Joe Biden coming out against fracking is like really bad. Not just because, you know, it, it means he's not going to be doing the right thing, but because that actually took Democratic opposition from fracking before the debate. at gauged at 64 percent down to about like 48 or 46 percent. So like these right. have like real material impacts, you know. Um, yeah. This kind of shit. and Yeah, people are talk- listening to him. Yeah, exactly. People yeah. are listening, you know, and that does yeah. have a, a subtle but really deep impact on people. It's like when this stuff is is what is considered reasonable political discourse is defined as, you know, we can't ban fracking. That has a real impact on people. And same thing goes for yeah. defunding the police. People are talking so much shit about how defunding the police is a terrible slogan and how no one understands what it means when People were were out there saying defund Planned Parenthood like a year before, and everyone seemed to understand that pretty pretty fine, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. So yeah. I think it's like really cynical, honestly. The, the the you know issues people have with defund the police, it's really cynical, and it's every time that people on the left try to actually stake out a bold position, people more to the right, right? It's people who who might consider themselves centrists, for example. Right, are always going to be there to make it less effective, to blend it up, to try to make it more palatable, and that's what's going to right. going to be the thing that, that kills it in the end. Really, yeah. yeah. If we if we listen to people saying, you know, like, oh, we shouldn't like advocate too strongly for defunding the police, defunding, not even abolishing, right? Like um you know then we'll lose so many races or whatever like it completely ignores the fact that like the uh like democratic voter registration in the lead up to the election had a huge 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 spike during the protests in july um and that right. you know before that we were being out or the dems rather were being outpaced by the republicans
0: right yeah totally I, another I, one of my favorite examples of that though when the when the centrists try to co-opt the left policy and make it more <laughs> um, palatable mm-hmm. is uh, anybody remember medicare
2: for all who want it <laughs> <laughs> you remember, yeah, remember how that did not catch on at all yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: thought
0: he, all, he thought he had it. a real um, ch- <laughs> check out this awesome riff you
2: guys <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Written down on like a little sticky note or a napkin. For sure. Oh, man. Slice of cheese.
2: Um, (laughs) cheese. (laughs) Fucking like, can anyone tell the difference between Pete Buttigieg and Beto O'Rourke? Just honestly.
0: Right. No, definitely not. (laughs) Dude, Beto, I kind of forget about him sometimes, but it's pretty fascinating if you were to, if you just look back like a year ago or so from now, Mm -hmm. um, When he was on the cover of like Vanity Fair or whatever, and he was supposed to be like this amazing, like he was going to be like the next Obama.
2: <laughs> he looked like such a dork. He
0: did. <laughs> because, he, because he skateboards and because he like played in a punk band like a long time mm-hmm. ago. Because
2: he stands on tables and shit. Oh, yeah, oh, <laughs> the,
1: the table standing. I forgot about that.
2: <laughs> fucking loser, dude. It's like he he reminds me so much of the guy that Democrats are running in Georgia, uh Ossoff, John Ossoff. Uh-huh. Um which is like yeah, he's handsome in a very conventional sense. He's inoffensive, he smiles a lot. Um and that's like that's it, you know. It's like right. what does <laughs> Beto really like have going for him from from a policy perspective? I mean, he got taken yeah. down by Julian Castro who was like at one percent the entire fucking election
0: (laughs) dude oh man if you read to me a list of the list of all the candidates who ran in the um the democratic primary this last time i would probably be cracking up because i've already forgotten about a lot of them but
2: (laughs) that would be really fun you talk about some uh, real real fringe candidates or something
0: yeah like um like uh eric Eric, Swa- Eric Solwell or Swalwell oh, Eric or Swalwell, Eric Swalwell,
2: <laughs> yeah. Who w- had one debate performance and it was just yeah, so fucking
0: yeah. cringy that it's, he dropped out of it. It's Eric time Swalwell. to pass the torch. <laughs> he told he told Biden to pass the torch to the younger generation or something yep. like that.
2: He was know, like, man. "Come on, man. yeah."
0: <laughs> or like uh, uh, John Hello. Delaney too.
2: <laughs> oh man, John Delaney, the Chesapeake physique. <laughs> Campaigning for like <laughs> oh, fucking two full years in Iowa and then not getting like a fucking uh, single vote. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Real loser energy. Yeah, um, for sure. You know he's a he's but, a bodybuilder. I think he is. Yeah. 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 Yep. Which is cool. That's definitely the coolest cool, thing
0: about him. Yeah, by he far. looks like
2: um like Ron Schneider. Yeah. Like balding, I don't know. I'm <laughs> now, now realizing I might not might be thinking of the wrong person. Uh, maybe I don't know who Ron Schneider is, but okay. uh, i do <laughs> not sure who Ron
0: Schneider is. So. Is that a porn star? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know this this porn star that we all are familiar
1: with the face of. <laughs> um, Probably more common than you think.
2: Oh uh, yeah, you, you guys know Ron, uh, Ron Schneider. <laughs> um he was in like a bunch of like really cringe movies from the uh like 2000s
0: yeah wait Ron Schneider okay I guess all right you got me curious now
2: yeah Ron Schneider <laughs> Rob Schneider
1: there you go all right, all right I don't want any Rob Schneider hate on this <laughs> I, don't, I don't see him looking like John Delaney though he's a great actor I'm not seeing it you were talking about his cousin Ron, who's a porn star.
2: <laughs> yeah, you okay. guys
1: know Ron
2: Schneider. <laughs>
1: um, the other, the other Schneider cousin. <laughs>
2: um,
1: so
0: should we get into this this thing about the WWE with like the unionization?
2: Um, yeah, tweet? we should. Yeah, totally. That sounds good to me. Um, yeah, so pretty uh, interesting news out a couple days ago um which is that uh WWE wrestler uh Zelina Vega uh she's apparently been in like a sort of like negotiation and contract dispute with WWE about like her Twitch presence but she doesn't even, she, right. she doesn't even run her Twitch it's like her I think it's her brother that runs it um and then she came out and on Twitter and publicly stated her support for unionization efforts happening in WWE right now, which is apparently like a really big, um, yeah, like a, a really, really hot topic right now in, in wrestling. Um, and 10 minutes after she tweeted her support, WWE tweeted that, like, they were like cutting all ties with her.
1: They said, see you later.
2: A <laughs> Bye. Yeah, you know, it's like, I think it's really interesting. And I think that it really shows a lot um, about like what large corporations are actually scared of, right? Like, are they really threatened by a lot of like, just like social activism? Like, no, frankly, I mean, they make a big right. deal out of it because it's like a really, it's easy. Um and, exactly. yep. Uh, you know, there, there are like very few protections for like, you know, social decisions that, that corporations make. Um, you know, protecting the public from those. But, you know, you can see, right? You know, you can you can be in, in some contract dispute. They're going to find, you know, it, it really doesn't matter what's going on otherwise. If they find out that you're pro-union, you're going to get fired. That's the whole thing.
0: Yep. Um, yeah, places and- like... Uh, I know that like places like Target um, have... Show, yeah, they've done the thing where they'll show those like those videos to their employees, union, yes. like yeah, about why a, why you know starting a union would be bad for them.
2: Yeah, I had a, a good friend of mine worked at uh, Macy's, mm. uh, No, sorry, it was J C Penny, and during his first week, they made him watch a video where it was like <sighs> testimonials from J C Penny employees that were saying, "Oh, like I." was part of a union and they dec- they really decreased my my voice and like you really <laughs> took my money and then cut me out of the decision making process that's why wow. i don't support unions and that's oh what it made God. fucking employees watch so it's like
0: yeah that Parfrey. should uh that should be illegal
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it, sh- it definitely should be illegal um but it's not at all actually it's really really insane um how much in public perceptions that union organizing is just like associated with uh, well, it's, well, it's really associated with communists, actually, which mm-hmm. I think is is why there's such a strong reaction against it. But for right. example, i was I was an AmeriCorps member, um, and during our orientation, one of the things that they made very clear to us was that uh, a um, stipulation on the funding that we were receiving, meant that while we were like in the course of our duties, we couldn't, um, could not aid any union organizing efforts.
0: It's, it's funny. Like, you know, you talked about how, yeah, corporations were quick to seize on a lot of the like social activism that was going on around the country over the summer. Right. Um, and, 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 you know, that was most, that was primarily centered around like race and racism, of course. Mm. Um, and one interesting thing about that, though, is that like, um, you know, unionization is actually um, is actually you know can can be used effectively as part of like an anti-racist project um, because. Definitely it's actually it's actually correlated with like less racism with like if you look at oh, like yes. union households and like union workplaces oh, we'll
1: like oh, they're, yeah. they're they're less
0: they're less likely to have like racist attitudes towards like their coworkers mm-hmm. um which i think is something that's really important to point out and i and and doesn't get talked about enough i think mm-hmm. because a, a lot of the um i guess we could we in in this case maybe we could call them the anti-communist left um Mm -hmm. they purport to be interested in solving these like you know or or addressing these systems of oppression like racism Mm -hmm. um and like sexism etc right um Mm -hmm. but would also be the same people who might be okay with you know these anti-union videos being shown at workplaces right
1: Um, yeah and
0: that's a real contradiction and and if you don't um if you don't want to, and, and and just also obviously unions are also correlated with higher wages for people, right? And I think like, that's
1: the big you, thing is, yeah,
0: yeah. And you yep. can't, you we can't forget that like a a large, you know, percentage of the people who are or, who are working at these jobs, like at J.C. or Macy's or Target, mm-hmm. you know, retail, um, are you know either are are women or are people of color, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, would, women of color be, are
2: are hugely overrepresented in that group. Yeah.
0: yeah and and in like fast food and like so, all that stuff like in in like you know industries where they don't make a lot of money and you know if they mm-hmm. were unionized we could guarantee that you know they would make a lot more money and they would probably mm-hmm. have benefits as well right and that should Definitely. be you know there there needs to be this like um material like underpinning to like any anti-racist project mm-hmm. otherwise you're you're just doing um you know, you're doing these HR-led um, anti-racism training meetings where uh, you know Rob and D'Angelo can come to your uh, can come to your corporate office and talk about uh, why you know white people are just evil and irredeemable and need to have really weird react um, interactions with black people, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that stuff's it's- not. Uh, you know that it's only going to get you so far, and actually, I would say it's probably
2: counterproductive.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think absolutely. Or, sorry, yeah. Did uh,
2: she...
1: What do you say, TJ? I was going to say, was did she confirm that she was released because of the the tweet, or I has don't. she done it yet?
2: You know the the thing is, uh, no. I mean, I haven't I haven't seen much. I think she's keeping pretty quiet, probably for legal reasons or yeah, whatever, sense. right? And like, I don't know, I don't really know anything about her, pretty much. But I think that like. um it's just pretty clear. Right. And like the, the whole yeah. thing about it is that they're saying they're firing her for this contract dispute um, with like, you know, something that apparently is like really pretty common with fighters. Right. And like, they're always going to find a pretense. They're always going to find a pretense. Totally. Even if there yeah. isn't one, they'll make one up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or like in the case of employment in Washington yeah. and Oregon, you don't even have to make it up. You can just yeah. like tell someone to go fuck themselves and get out. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, which has happened to me before, as it turns out. But, um, right, and so the thing is this is, like, you know, it sends a super strong message 10 minutes after she came out in support for the union for them to publicly cut ties with her. Okay. That, to me, is a, is a really clear indication that this is designed to send a, a message. Um, right. And just, like, going back to, um, to the point that you brought up, Tyler, which is that... You know, if, if we're supposedly doing anti-racism, but we don't have a material analysis of what's happening, we're actually... Not doing anything positive at all in in many circumstances, I think. Um, Yeah, just like... like, I think a a crystal clear indication of this, like our example of this, is what did the NBA do um, in response to the Wildcat strikes, right? right. Like the strikes in NBA where people were refusing to play. What did they do, right? Um, You know, you had people actually organizing... For the, their betterment and for the betterment of their society, demanding that charges be opened into an officer who shot a black man, Jacob yeah. Blake. Um, and right, you had people that were actually using their power uh, and organizing together to achieve like you know something closer to justice and what did we see we had obama get off his ass and call the fucking milwaukee bucks and tell them like oh listen like better not strike right now uh, yeah. you better get back to work. And then the NBA came out and said, You can wear Black Lives Matter on your jersey. And, you know, they just, you know, rescinded that yeah. rule. So, the, for five, you know, thank God we solved, uh, you know, right. the issue of police injustice. There's no need for this, you know, this slogan yeah, sure. on the jersey anymore.
0: Yeah. This was, there was this, there was that Jacobin article about this. Um, and a lot of the players were, some, or some of the players were also critical of that too. This, this thing where they would use symbolism to sort of pacify the what was really happening, um, which was sure. a strike, which was a threat to you know capital, right, and to, to the own to the team owners, right, mm-hmm. um, and exactly. even like yeah, you, so you had Obama, you also had Michael Jordan, who um, is also a team owner, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, not your friend.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, but yeah, some of the players are, are realizing that a lot of this, you know, just, yeah, you can have black lives matter on your Jersey or you can Mm -hmm. have, um, you know, you can have BLM pins or whatever. And the coaches will wear these pins and, and that's all nice. And really like, yeah, I'm, you know, I don't want to say that this, the symbolism means nothing. It is nice to show solidarity in that way, but that's not really where change happens though, too. And, Mm -hmm. and, and people have to understand that and like all this, you know, yeah. It also, with the, kind of the,
1: does mean nothing if it's not backed up by actual action. It, yeah.
0: it's, yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, it's, it doesn't at least it doesn't go beyond just like acknowledging that something is wrong, right? Um, mm-hmm. Which we have to get beyond that. And like, yeah, like the, with all the the um, the optation that's going on with corporations, where now it's like, or, or I remember over the summer is like, like every commercial, like back it, it was probably like yeah. in July or whatever, it was like, uh now that everybody cares about racism and stuff like,
1: committed.
0: yeah, we're yeah, exactly. It's just like, no, that that's, that's all. Um, that's all that none of
2: that's really going to do it. Is it? Um, no, it's, it's complete and, bullshit. Right. And this is, it goes back to what we were talking about. The anti, you know, anti-communist quote unquote left. Um, mm-hmm. right. It's just that, well, number one, that perspective in my in my view is defined as like allowing right wingers views to influence like how you see the world. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, one really important aspect of that. And then another is that if you're an anti-communist leftist, right, like your your perspective, you know, I would say not everybody, but but the majority, right, um, is that we the the symbolic is more important than the material right i think that's like a lot of a lot of yeah exactly it's like oh like kamala harris is vice president like great you know um like like, yeah back to brunch right and like the 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 idea that we should really be happy with symbolic concessions and and representation you know I, i think it's it's ridiculous um, yeah 100%. you know and that's that's not to say that like you know black black people in the US and South Asian people in the US who have never had like a, a you know like a black V black VP black female VP black South Asian female VP right you know it's like you know that's worth something right that can mean something really important to a lot of people um, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean it's like a good thing on its own.
0: Right. That that's like, what that's part of the thing that like people have to understand, right? Is like, yes, this is this is good and it, it, it's it's nice, but like you you have to go beyond that if you want to actually address the problem yeah. and like address racism or address sexism, right? Because yeah, mm-hmm. Kamala Harris holding that position is not in, of, in and of itself going to do anything. For mm-hmm. any, you know, underrepresented group, right? Obviously. sure sh- it should be obvious.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it really should, right? And I think that, like, one really important thing to bring up here, too, which we were kind of talking about a little bit earlier, um, but that the people that are most impacted by poor working conditions and poor low-wage working conditions and illegal working conditions in the U.S. are women and predominantly women of color. Right. Um, overwhelmingly women of color, I would say. And then, um, also, you know, disproportionately represented in that group are immigrant women. Um, yeah. And you know, this is true of, of life in the U S and if you look around the world, the global supply chain, uh, it's magnified. I think you take a look at like what women in Bangladesh have to do
0: oh, yes, to make definitely. a living
2: so that we have cheap clothing here. I think it's, is a really good example. Um, yeah. And, you know, like like the, the whole thing right from the from the top on down just operates by extracting as much wealth as you can from people. And, you know, in many cases, you're extracting like a significant amount more um, than you're paying them, which is how this whole thing works. Right. Um,
0: yeah. And a lot of that and a lot of that rests on that that anti-communist ideology, too, because mm-hmm. like those countries had to be basically set up. In a way, and and a lot of that happened under the Cold War, obviously, right? Mm -hmm. Where, like, because a lot of these countries had socialist revolutions, or at least, like, we're trying to, to, or moderate social democracy. Yeah, exactly. We're working on, working towards things like that. And, um, you know, the, the US kind of made sure that there would be, uh, that there would be minimal uh, barriers in terms of, like, things that could restrict the, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, international flow of, like, of, like, Capital and like
2: exchange, right? Yep. Um, which exactly. Is like the U.S. Really... has such a long history of just overthrowing leaders in like Latin America and uh, everywhere. Yeah, uh, especially Latin America.
0: Yeah, um, and this, yeah, this an, the anti-communist thing. It's like, yeah, these are pe- people who have who have bought into basically the the U.S.'s side of the Cold War narrative that is still mm-hmm. um, extremely prevalent. Right, I mean, still now. I mean, remember fucking Chris Matthews talking about? I think you have brought this (laughs) up recently, where like if once Bernie Sanders gets elected, they're gonna shoot me in the back of the head or something.
2: And people will be cheering my death in Central Park, (laughs)
1: dude. Like, what, dude?
2: Yeah, it's like, why? Why do you think that people view you as a a class enemy, Chris Matthews? I don't know.
1: Yeah,
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's a pretty astute observation, but you know, might (laughs) might prompt some reflection yeah totally oh my gosh um yeah it's you know it's bad right like one like to to cap to cap this whole thing off right like no matter how much your boss says that that you know your friends right or that like they're they're looking out for you that you're a family yeah this workplace we're a family that should (laughs) always 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 set off alarm bells in your (laughs) head yeah it's just like a know. huge red flag it's like oh that's interesting like are you gonna pay for my health care or <laughs> give me enough money to uh you know well you're giving the money family. that i deserve they're not,
1: they're not your family well <laughs> yeah, exactly
2: they're another family uh yeah, they're at different. Well, no, and but it, there's, there's a just... pizza party.
0: There's a there's a, there's a <laughs> yeah. bi-annual pizza party. <laughs> yeah, maybe they take a laser tag once a
2: year.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You <laughs> get like
2: $5 more at Christmas or something.
1: Yeah. yeah. You get a 25 gift, gift card to Target.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> like, exactly, right? And that's
2: usually what they're expecting you to be happy with,
1: right? They're expecting yeah. like, oh, we're not as bad as other places.
2: Or, oh, you should just be happy that I'm being this generous or whatever. And that's why... The unions really freak people out because they're actually a way of organizing to take what you need instead of just like pleading for it. Um, yep, exactly. So that's why people don't like them, you know. If if anyone's talking anti-communism, anti-union shit to you, it's like a really great sign not to listen to anything i have to say.
0: <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> definitely. Um, what's uh? There was like, there was a, a march over the weekend, right? And it was oh. very inspiring.
1: It was and, uh... Very inspiring. <laughs> there's not a lot to unpack here. It's it's you know it's pretty uh pretty on the sleeve, uh, but there's a little bit a little bit to unpack. Mm-hmm. So it was the it was called or it was branded the million MAGA march. Oh. Um, surprisingly, not a million people showed up. <laughs> um,
2: I thought I thought it was the uh, I thought it was the million cuck march.
1: Yeah, that's that's actually that's what uh, we here at the sheeples army headquarters have been calling it, the million. Cuck March. <laughs> So, yeah, obviously the name is uh, is co-opting from like, um, you know, an African-American historical
2: marches. The racist dog whistle.
1: Yeah. So that's that right there is weird. (laughs) Uh, And then, you know, it's kind of it's kind of what you'd expect it to be. It was a bunch of like white dudes with beards, raising Trump flags. There was a bunch of QAnon uh, people there. Mm-hmm. which yeah. was uh you know pretty fun uh they all screamed you know um basically uh we're all screaming about you know trump still being their president and how should there should be a recount um, did you
2: see uh-huh. that q posted for the first time since the election i didn't
1: actually see that yeah. i bet that's good
2: it was some like really like fun, okay, really really uh not just like really not like very high effort stuff i would say low it energy was, like, there yeah,
1: yeah. yeah there's a lot of uh, Trump was tweeting a lot, a lot about it. Um, you know, there's a couple of videos of a couple uh, Proud Boys getting their ass beat um, and, and yep. Trump, you know, was basically talking about Antifa scum, you know, <laughs> hurting these innocent, you know, law abiding citizens.
2: Yeah, and of uh, course you saw like uh, journalists like Andy Ngo uh, oh, yeah. come out, like c- crop these videos, so it's not you're pants. not seeing the maga chuds going in and no. you know, like shoving people <laughs> and stuff. You know, you just watch them get their, you know, knocked on their ass. No, you, you just only get the, to see the self defense part.
1: Yeah, the self defense <laughs> yeah. part are just the, you know the the couple like grandmas that are there with Trump mat, you know, Trump flags mm-hmm. just fucking hanging out. Right. um I think th- three people got stabbed, I think. Is that right? Yeah, a couple, yeah, really? a couple of people. Yeah, a couple. So there was actually like a little bit of damage done. Um a couple people got <laughs> stabbed and I think at least 21 people they estimated um just got arrested. Imagine so, if Not uh, a million people. Imagine what, I'm imagine.
0: what would have what would have happened if like a bunch of if like I don't know like a small militia of like ten or twenty like Antifa super soldiers showed up like armed just to like oh just to patrol the uh, the protest
2: you know. It'd be great. Yeah, I, I mean it does happen. Uh, There's a couple, like, yeah, there are a couple. Yeah, you know, in uh, in Seattle we got John Brown Gun Club, which you know, right. I'm not gonna, well, you know, I'm not gonna defend everything they do, but it sure. is Like one but, example, you know, more, of
1: that. more and more people on, like the quote-unquote left, um, are, you know, kind of finally understanding that, like, you know, being mm-hmm. armed and learning proper, like, emergency medicine and things like that is important. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, every once in a while, you do see, you do see some groups that are, um, you know, people dressed up in more than, you know, like dirt bike armor and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, is more and more nice. people are saying it. I'm not saying it.
2: but I'm not the one saying it. And um, and uh, Louisiana is the not fucking around coalition is one of the biggest militias in the nation now in the country. Um, which like it's a it's a black militia. That's very oh, cool. Oh, Sick. Yeah, which is really interesting. You know, I you know it's the kind of thing again where it's like I might not agree with like you know everything that they're saying or whatever, but at sure, the same boy. time, like you know, if I really really support the formation of militias. <laughs> Uh, like totally. leftist militias like i think that's a really smart tactical move honestly
1: especially like you said when we have these like fucking proud boy chuds with like yeah a lot of the times like like you know honestly only like airsoft armor trying to look tough like mm-hmm. role playing totally. but you know did you it's, you know it's,
2: it's part of organization is disaster preparedness and i think Absolutely. a part of that is is training right and not necessarily yeah. training in firearms but that could be a part of it yeah totally
0: did did you guys see this video? And I don't know if this was like from the Million Maga March, but it was like a Proud Boy initiation video.
2: Yeah, did you I did guys? see that. That was super cringe.
1: Pretty great. Did you see TJ? Did you see that? I've seen clips of it. Yeah. Was that from I this? If, I don't know if there's a whole thing.
0: Okay. Well, dude, it was uh It was pretty sad. Um, this guy said, like, the part of the thing is you have to like recite this thing about like. Not being, um, you won't apologize for being like
2: a Western chauvinist or something. Oh, I, thought, I
1: thought it's explicit
0: these-
2: Western chauvinism. Yeah.
0: And and then these guys like punch you and you have to say like the, the names of like all these different cereal brands or something. So it's like an advert. It's like
1: a Kellogg's advertisement or something. I don't think yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's from the, from the March. I think that's kind oh, of like okay, spurting, got it going again. I oh, thought okay. like the only initiation you had to do was like actually be cuckolded by somebody. And <laughs> are <a> proud boy. <laughs> I thought that was, you just, have to be like, cuckolded
2: thought, by Joe Biden.
1: Yeah, I think, I think that's what it is. <laughs> and then you're instantly a proud boy. Alex Jones was there he was there he was leading he was leading a large portion of the group with his little like boy cuck cuck shirt on
0: he went (laughs) to the uh he went to one of the pennsylvania i think it was one of the pennsylvania protests um it was like outside of one of the like precincts where they were like counting the ballots Mm -hmm. and he had like a megaphone as usual a Um, megaphone a a -a megaphone and uh, I think I showed you. I think I sent you guys that video. Oh my gosh, just yeah, such energy. It, he might, maybe what? Who knows? Maybe he's, uh, maybe he has a political future. Maybe it's man. Time. That
2: would be incredible if Alex Jones ran for president.
0: It, I think it might be time. It might be like it might be now or never. Honestly, him and Joe
2: Rogan
1: in the finals would be great. Oh man,
2: him and Joe. If, honestly, it, it brings me no joy to say this, but if Alex Jones and Jim Rogan joined up for a ticket, they would definitely win.
1: You think
0: so? I think they would win i think it might yeah. it's possible how many listeners does joe rogan
2: have like a lot oh a lot
1: Millions. like tens of just thousands like, it's basically
2: maybe like a hundreds yeah yeah people people fucking love joe rogan yeah he might
1: win that's true <laughs> i might, I might um, even vote for him honestly i, I probably I, uh, wouldn't I can't say that i won't i can't say that but, i won't right now yeah like <laughs> i would say absolutely video, not vote for of,
2: alex jones um you know, if, if we we can have a discuss discussion about who would be a better president, Joe Rogan or, or Joe Biden. Like this, yeah, pr- but okay, but, but Joe Rogan for... is
0: Joe Rogan is too much of an empty vessel though. But like he's true. It's true. Have we seen What's what TJ? Fear
1: Factor. Isn't that what he got famous for? Wasn't he like the the host of Fear uh, Factor? Was I he? believe it. I'm pretty sure that's what he got famous
0: for. I don't I don't know what he's famous for. I thought he was like a
2: like a martial arts expert or something. He's a, he's a martial arts dude, but he might also have been from Fear Factor. I think he's a Fear um, Factor dude.
1: Huh.
2: Yeah. I, I think your your point about him being an an empty vessel, Tyler, is a really good one. I think that the same criticism can be made of Joe Biden, but I think that it's a bit different with Joe Rogan. I think, you it's know, you different. can kind of see it where he has like actual fast fascists and nazis yeah, and stuff yeah. on the show yeah um, that, that's the difference to just like yeah. you know like talk politics right and be like oh you know i might disagree but we can still talk you know or whatever. Right, It's like right. i just I, I think that's bad <laughs> you know? right well like, and he doesn't know how to, to he,
0: he doesn't really he doesn't really disagree I, I, you know yeah. i guess i'll be honest i don't like listen to his show but like I have a feeling that like he lets people come on and they and they basically get to just say whatever they want and he'll pretty much in yeah. times he'll probably just be like, "Yeah, for sure. Okay." Be like, yeah. "Oh, that's an
2: interesting perspective." Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. You ever tried DMT? <laughs> yeah. I should um, love love his memes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I did
0: see um I did see like a video like CNN was like interviewing some people at the march um and someone was talking about the the stop the steal thing mm-hmm. um Mm-hmm. A lot of these people really are convinced that the Democrats stole
1: the oh, election,
0: yeah. which, I, like, I gotta say, uh, nobody. N- 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 it's hard it to. I, I just, yeah, come on, guys. Like, I think they really. All of
1: Trump's um, lawsuits have like been shot down at this point,
0: mm-hmm. right? Because there's nothing there.
1: Yeah, and um, literally all the experts say, you know, nothing. Yeah, happened. and this d- is like, actually the most secure election uh, in history.
0: Yeah, like Democrats don't even care enough. They wouldn't even care enough to try to steal an election from Trump. Like, come on. Like, Having Trump in there was not the worst thing for for them, to be honest. I mean, they, you know... I, I'm glad that Trump is gone and like, you know, but I'm just okay. saying like, you know, they, they made a lot of money on like talking about like Russiagate and like a lot yeah. of fundraising because they were talking about how like Trump is a fascist and stuff. And like mm-hmm. they, they would yeah. not they would not try to steal the election from him and they wouldn't even be able to they wouldn't even be able to pull it off.
2: I think there are a couple of things here that are important. I think one is that if they actually wanted to beat Trump, that there were a lot of really clear indicators that Bernie Sanders would have been the strongest candidate to do that. He would have. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think it's indisputable, honestly. And I think yeah, when people and- say, oh, definitely not, they're just going based off of some weird, like, prejudice they have about, like, American people hate socialism or whatever.
0: Well, and, and, and like, to be fair, at least for people who don't, like – if someone doesn't really like follow politics closely, I could see why they would believe that because literally everyone in the media tells them that 24 hours a day. Right. Exactly. So there's some people
2: who you you might believe that, but there are a lot of people who are in those positions of power who are actively lying and perpetuating that, you know?
0: Oh, totally. Yeah. But it's like, was there even one, you know, media figure who was like really even fair to like, Bernie Sanders or like even broadly like that his like base of support like it was There's some constantly... people on the hill
1: maybe. Okay okay yeah.
0: some people on but if we were to talk about like the big 3 if we were to talk about like CNN, MSNBC and like no. Fox not no.
2: really I don't think
0: so No they would um, very There might they like, occasionally know,
2: make... have Bernie surrogates on very Sure
0: but but like in terms of like a like a host like a, a host or whatever like someone who's going to moderate a debate Right. I mean, yeah. all of those like debate questions were always framed in a way that was going to like try to like pigeonhole Bernie Sanders and like let all the other candidates like, you know, pile on. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So and, really? and like I said, they're literally like that was just like the conventional wisdom, which was that like Biden is obviously best positioned to beat mm-hmm. Trump because he's the safest choice right even though these these networks like their own polls consistently showed that actually yeah like sanders was best positioned to beat trump
2: yeah no for sure and like you know when their polls like showed things that they didn't like they made mistakes often and uh you know bernie wasn't leading those polls for some reason
0: somehow Yeah.
2: yeah He was tied with somebody else, or something, you know, that was erroneously reported and corrected later. And you know, it's like, right. I, I will say that um, I have absolutely no faith in the Democrats to like conduct a fair election. Honestly, um, no, I haven't I, seen, I know, yeah, yeah. I, I that's a, that is a a uh, a suspicion that I'll I'll always have. I don't really think that. The criticism really applies in this situation because how no, the hell will they cut no. off? You
0: know? No, it does not. Absolutely does not apply, dude. Biden got like five million more like votes, yeah. like in, in the popular vote.
2: votes. And if they yeah. counted all the votes, they, were, they should have counted right. Then like right. you know they've got a lot of votes for all, all kinds of dumb reasons, like signatures don't match and like shit. right. Like right. That.
0: But
1: right? yeah, like this.
0: Yeah, this this stop the steal thing is like de- is absolutely fucking laughable. Like they like the, their whole thing about like um you know, they think they've they think they've got a really good argument when they say like, "Oh, the media doesn't call the election, guys." Like, you know, it it took it took 37 days for for the 2000 election to be stolen from Gore, right? <laughs> Yep. A, a, and like, no, no one's saying that the media calls the election. The media reports on the numbers in terms of the electoral <laughs> votes, which do determine the election. The, you, you can't be mad that the media reported that Joe Biden won after he won. I mean, that's yeah. just, you know, come on, guys. Like,
2: fake hey, news. A, a good point here is that uh, Al Gore, the, like New York Times declared Al Gore the winner after he won the count in Florida. Um, right. Uh, he won by, like, 537 votes or something. Um, uh, well, actually,
0: actually, I think Bush Bush ended up winning by that many votes. Are you sure? No, yeah. I
2: yeah. Could... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, yeah. you're right. I think yeah. the initial count had him in ahead, and then mm-hmm. the recount had Bush ahead. But a big reason why the recount had Bush ahead is because of what's called the Brooks Brothers Riot, which was Roger Stone breaking data you know, with organizing really what was like a, a public disturbance and um, like direct action that like, you know, they couldn't secure the ballot counting location so they had to stop counting ballots. And what we have seen, I think, is sort a of really laughably incompetent attempt to recreate that strategy. But right. instead of just in one state, because the election was so bad for Trump, they tried to do it in, like, six states simultaneously, and, you know, they're not going to be able to that off.
0: No. Yeah, well, and then the thing in Florida, too, was, like, the state Supreme Court wanted there to be a recount, I'm pretty sure, and then it went to, like, the, like, at the federal level, the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. um, and then they stopped it, right? And it was, like, a conservative, you know, obviously, it was, like, a conservative majority and it was that was that was an actual stolen election if you want to get upset about a stolen election get upset about that one
2: but uh yeah that one definitely definitely was but you know we i think it's really important to just acknowledge that none of these elections are legitimate at all um right but there are degrees there there are degrees and really you know ultimately what that comes down to in my in my opinion is like public perception of legitimacy um yeah right yeah, it's like I agree. If Joe Biden was the legitimate nominee of the Democrats. I think you know you're already you're already getting into pretty pretty objectionable territory. I would say.
0: Yeah, I agree. But he still got five million more votes. <laughs> True. <laughs> I mean, it was like it's, I I do like watching Trump on Twitter. We can we can wrap it up with this now, but like just. Yeah, you have you guys kind of seen like some of his like his tweets the past like twenty four hours?
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Like um,
2: he admitted Biden won. He did. He said the only reason Biden won is because he cheated or whatever.
0: Mm -hmm. And then like not even twenty four hours ago, he tweeted again that he won the election. Like he is really. What TJ? He
1: just tweeted, "I won."
0: God, yeah. It's uh it's pretty amazing. I don't know. It, I, I think he knows that it's over though. Um if this thing were gonna gain momentum, I think it would have already. I think it's just fizzling out.
2: There's no real path forward for them, I would say. No, yeah,
0: he's he's done for. Um, but he might win in twenty twenty four when he runs again, which I am I am pretty firm on on my prediction right now that he is definitely going to run again in twenty twenty four.
1: If he's alive,
0: if he's alive,
2: I will say that he's not going to run again. But we might see another Trump running. That's a strong possibility.
0: Very- like an like someone who's just like him,
2: you mean? <laughs> no, I mean no, like mean Don Ayer, or Ivanka. Oh
0: my god! Um, like strong possibility. They wouldn't win.
1: Maybe his wife runs.
0: Uh, the only one who would have a chance actually would be Ivanka.
2: I think Ivanka is probably gonna run for
0: she would have a chance if uh Eric or uh Don Jr. No. No that no way
1: so they're both
0: so, so incredibly unlikable. Especially especially Eric. The, the, whoever the blonde one is. Eric. Yeah. Dude, he is just like he's such like a sniveling little shit. Like
2: Yeah, no, they, they both are, but uh Eric just like he always he looks like he's like um like just smelled something bad all the time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: He would they would they would lose like horribly. They'll be like they might be primary candidates though and we'll get to like watch that play out, but they won't even make it into like the top tier, I don't think.
2: They or they I would I could see them running for state office somewhere. Like what, couldn't could you imagine that. one of them being the governor of Florida?
0: I could see that.
2: Yeah. It could happen.
0: yeah It'll be fun. It'll be interesting.
2: Yeah, real fun, real real wild ride.
0: <laughs> we'll see about Baron, though, maybe in maybe in 20 years, maybe he'll be a a, a really savvy political operator. Maybe he'll maybe he'll end up being a communist. <laughs> That'd
1: be very cool.
0: <laughs> that would be super
2: cool. Honestly, he'd be pretty lit. I uh, would uh, give him a chance. Base, yeah, definitely
0: yeah, base. Totally. I'm not going to I'm not going to uh I'm not going to ostracize him just because his family sucks. He doesn't have a choice. <laughs>
2: you hear that uh, Osama Bin Laden's niece uh, is a Trump supporter? And she said that being a Trump supporter has caused her a lot more social like issues than being Osama Bin Laden's niece. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow.
1: 2020 is really fucking something, isn't it? Well, it's
0: probably because everybody knows she's a Trump supporter because she broadcasts it everywhere, where she probably doesn't go around saying that she's Osama yeah. Bin Laden's niece. Yeah. <laughs> I used to,
1: really to, used to go to the Osama cave for Christmas.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. Osama bin Laden famously celebrates Christmas.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that the, yeah. Got the Charlie Brown tree. He did it for his <laughs> <niece>. <laughs> That's a
2: Christmas Eve. The Hess right. trucks.
1: Everyone's got wow. a soft spot, right? Definitely. His soft
2: spot is for, uh, for pumpkin pie. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, on that note, I think um, we're going to do our usual plugs that we like to do here, um, where first I always like to say check out Spotify, uh, Sheeple's Army. Um, Hit that follow button, please. Um, And then uh, where else can people find us, Justin?
2: So you can find us on Twitter at Sheeple's Army Pod. And we also have uh, Instagram, which is just Sheeple's Army.
1: Yeah, but you don't want to look and, at that. And and TJ, <laughs> where where else can
0: people find us?
1: Yeah, you don't want to look at our Instagram. Um, okay. But you do want to look at uh, us on Apple Podcasts. Just search Sheeple's Army. We're the only mm-hmm. thing. Um, download, subscribe, give us a five-star rating, and leave a comment. Leave any sort of comment you want
0: definitely leave yes please there we there's so many of them so we're, we're trying to read them and, and even respond to people if they want if they want that we're um, just drowning in comments we're drowning in reviews drowning, and and,
2: and, and accolades you know, they won't be loading <laughs> when you go to look at that for some reason but trust <laughs> us, no, crashed Lally. the site
1: yeah
0: <laughs> oh man Um, and yeah, uh, but I think for this week, that's going to do it for us and we will see everybody next week. Peace.